RBA show where business is pleasure with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar's in home. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's lesson is a guest teacher lesson. We have a very special guest teacher on today, Jordan Harbinger from the hit podcast and highly successful business, The Art of Charm. In the last 10 years, Jordan has become one of the leading experts in the social sciences, in building your network and building relationships, self-awareness, and a whole lot more. In today's lesson, you will learn from Jordan how to reach out to influencers the right way. Well-known people in your marketplace are busy. How do you break through the noise? How do you make sure you get their attention? How do you build that relationship so you can reach out to them, so you can work with them, so you can connect with them? This lesson is absolute gold because he shows you exactly how. He gives you concrete examples of how to reach out to those busy VIPs in your marketplace. we got a lot to cover in today's lesson, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. When it comes to your business website, you should go with a pro all-in-one solution that can scale with you, and that's HostGator. HostGator's got everything under one roof. Design services, marketing services, registered domain names, SSL certificates, security backups, you name it. And getting started is not going to break the bank. It's only $5 a month with their special promo for listeners of the $100 MBA show. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Not only does Jordan have a hit podcast, The Art of Charm, which is one of the top 50 podcasts in all of iTunes, he's been doing it for 10 years. He's been interviewing the experts in self-awareness, in the social sciences, in building relationships, and building a better you. He's built a highly successful business called The Art of Charm, helping people be the better version of themselves. And today he's come on the show to help you out. Jordan's a good friend of mine and Nicole's, and not only does he know his stuff, he's a lot of fun. He's a great speaker, he's funny, he's personable, so this lesson's going to be really enjoyable. He's going to take a deep dive on how to reach out to those influencers in your market, those people you want to reach out to, those mentors. You know they're busy, you know they got thousands of emails to go through. How do you connect with them in a meaningful way so you stand out, so you actually serve them and they serve you? Jordan's got a lot to cover, so I'm going to pass it on to him right now, but I'll be back to wrap it all up and give my takeaways. Take it away, Jordan. Hey, everybody. I'm Jordan Harbinger from the Art of Charm podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I am super grateful for the opportunity to help out some of my favorite people, namely Omar and Nicole, and by extension, the $100 MBA audience. Today, I'll be teaching you how to reach out to influencers and busy people, and we're going to touch on this. Obviously, it's a loaded topic, but I'm going to give you some great stuff here. All right, let's get crack a lacking. A few things we need to understand about influencers and thought leaders first, though. One, they're busy like everyone else, maybe a lot busier than a lot of the rest of us. But two, they get tons of pitches uh, for everything, every conceivable thing that you can think of. They're being asked for pretty much every single day. And as a result of that, they don't check their inboxes that much. And if they do, a lot of stuff gets like, oh, I'll read this later. Mark is on red. Flag it for another time. The someday maybe folder. That's how I do it, right? And there's also so much on their plate that their bandwidth is really low. So if something doesn't scream out, this deserves my attention, often it gets put away till later slash never. And you often hear about other influencers and famous people and stuff like that who've been on Art of Charm talk about something they like to call email bankruptcy, which is looking in their inbox and saying, 
ah, to hell with this, deleting everything that hasn't been flagged as urgent or important and just starting from scratch because they've got a thousand things in there and they just decided that that's eh, not worth their time. Also, last but not least, influencers have a lot of disappointment in their wake, so they can be a bit jaded and won't want to invest time in something or someone that doesn't pan out because they've done that before, it's been a waste of their time, and they don't want to deal with it. So how do we get past all of these hurdles and get in touch with the folks we want to reach? Well, one, dig your well before you're thirsty. Create those relationships before you need them, not when you desperately need them to promote your stuff or you need a job or something like that. Digging your well before you're thirsty is something that we talk about a lot on The Art of Charm, and it's a deeper subject that basically involves you you making sure these connections are there for yourself and for others before you desperately need them, much like you would put a spare tire in the trunk of your car before you, ideally, before you get a flat on the side of the highway. And you want to have a mindset of not ABC always be closing, but ABG always be giving. And we explain this a lot on AOC podcast as well. I've talked about this much more in depth in a previous lesson from yours truly here on $100 MBA as well. So you can go back and find that one earlier in the feed if you're interested in, uh, in being more generous with your relationships. I use a tool called Email Hunter to find potential email addresses for hard to reach people, their assistants, the right person in an organization, etc. And often their email address is public. So check out their site and their podcast or their products or whatever. And you'd be surprised how many people ask me for my email address on Twitter and social media when I say it during every episode of the Art of Charm podcast. It drives me nuts. It results in an automatic no or I'm, I'm going to pass on working with them because they can't even do that basic homework. It drives me crazy. Four, use social networks to get in touch at first. LinkedIn, Facebook, etc. Often people won't check these inboxes often, but other times it's a substitute for going to their email inbox, especially if you can't find their email address. So reach out to these first, wait a few weeks, and then try regular email. And have patience. Don't be the guy or gal who sends Facebook and then LinkedIn and then two days later sends a follow-up as, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this email? I'm waiting on you. This type of thing, although it might look like good follow-up at first, it's too aggressive sometimes, and to some people it might indicate that you don't respect their time or that you feel entitled to their time. Wait a week or so before following up with that. It's often the case that I check my inbox regularly, but I let email pile up for weeks before digging in, and you don't want to be the guy who's got seven follow-ups expecting me to reply because you need an answer. goes back to digging your well before you're thirsty. Also, the best way to get in touch with folks, hands down, are warm introductions. Warm introductions. If you've done something great for somebody I know, they'll probably recommend you to me. Then, if you've done something great for me, I'll often have no problem recommending your services or friendship, connection, whatever, to someone in my own network. This is always the best way. When you reach out to help someone, which is really the only reason you should be reaching out at first, remember ABG. Remember to make sure that you're the one putting in the work. What I mean by that is that there's a huge difference between someone who says, well, what can I do for you, Jordan, and someone who says, hi, Jordan, you might have a reason for not having a page with all your book recommendations, but if that reason is that you don't have time to collect all the books that you've read and recommended on the show in one place, would it be helpful if I did so? That's a real example from the Art of Charm podcast that somebody sent and said, why is there no books page? And it basically made the email so easy to reply with one word, ideally yes, that it became a no-brainer. And that's how we ended up with the page at theartofcharm.com slash books because someone said that would be useful Asked me if I were interested. I replied yes. They went through the shows, the recent ones. They made notes. They went through Amazon, created links for each of the books, put them on a WordPress page, and sent us the source code. This saved us hours. They figured out what we might need, got confirmation on that need, then they did the work. 
Now, this person has a direct line to me because they've shown me that they get it, and I love working with them. They've since moved on to a part-time position here at AOC doing similar projects of their choosing. So people who can identify a potential problem or need, then fix it with minimal input from others are worth their weight in gold. So that is how you signal that you're one of those people. Now, I realize on the other side of the coin, you might want to connect with some influencers and some other folks at conferences or in person when they're often swarmed with other people trying to get their attention. And I'm going to give you a quick primer here on some quick ways to get their attention and some quick tips on how to make sure you get a chance to connect with your favorite folks when they're finally in the same zip code as yourself. So before the event, have a look at their social media profiles, find out their interests, not their work, but their personal interests. For example, with me, if I get a message about travel to North Korea or some sort of interesting opportunity to help a charity while having a cool experience at the same time, similar to some of the military training I've been doing recently, I'm going to see this and reply right away. This will bypass a lot of the filters I've got set up for random incoming communication. Then send that person a message using social media or email to mention you're going to be at the same conference and you have something interesting to show them based on that interest. For example, I know a couple of scientists who are really into European handball, which is a pretty unusual interest here in North America. A Serbian friend was also interested in that and he connected with a famous professor based on this interest and they ended up having a friendly handball session at the conference. Now they're on a first name basis and if they're ever at the same conferences or the same place at the same time, they're sure to link up and get some extra in. This same professor is just mobbed with people every time he talks and actually ducks out of fancy networking dinners to meet up with my Serbian friend to play. Talk about a shortcut. You can maintain these types of relationships by sending over articles of note or of interest based on these shared interests as well. And so when people send me wacky documentaries or unique teas, I always remember them and I make an effort to thank them in person if we're going to be in the same place. This type of follow-up is really easy, it's inexpensive, and it only requires a little extra legwork on your end. The same legwork that most people simply will not do, which sets you apart on a level all your own when it comes to generating and maintaining connections. So in closing here, make sure you are doing the outreach via a warm introduction where possible. You are doing the work to figure out how to add value, and you are putting in the extra effort to make sure that you're earning attention from others, not just begging them for it. This extra effort will go a long way towards developing a network that can really take you places. I really hope you enjoyed this. I'm Jordan Harbinger, co-host of the Art of Charm podcast, and if you want to continue learning more about networking and relationship development, check out the Art of Charm podcast or text CHARMED to 33444. That's C-H-A-R-M-E-D to 33444. That works here in the U.S. Otherwise, you can go to theartofcharm.com slash challenge, and we'll take you step-by-step through some drills and exercises that will help you reach out and connect with others and develop what we at The Art of Charm call your social capital. Thanks again for joining me today. Back to my main man, Omar Zenholm. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. Not only is HostGator an all-in-one website solution for your business website, they come with 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. That means any time of day, any day of the week, it doesn't matter. You can reach out to them and they can help you out, whether it's upgrading your website, making a change, going back to a recent backup, registering a new domain name. It's like having your own tech team on call. Think about that. It saves you tons of money by having all the technical personnel included with your hosting. Get started for as low as $5 a month and scale as you grow. To get this awesome deal, just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. What a fantastic lesson by Jordan Harbinger. I love that analogy or I love that saying, dig your well before you're thirsty. Do your good work. Serve those you want to connect with. So when you do want to connect with them, it's easy. 
One tip I want to share with you that I've shared in the past that's relevant to today's lesson is if you have any platform, any email list, anything where you can invite that influencer in front of your audience is a win for them. I've done this several times with webinars where I'll invite somebody that I want to just get to know. I knew Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income as an acquaintance. I saw him at conferences. We knew each other you know, briefly through other friends, but we became friends and knew each other at a deeper level professionally when I reached out to him and said, hey, why don't you come on a webinar with me? I'll invite my audience and you can give a webinar on whatever you like. You can sell your products. You can talk about what you're doing. And I don't want any commission. I don't want any of that stuff. I just want to work with you. I want to get to know you a little bit more. And that works brilliantly because who's going to say no to free audience members or free sales or expanding their audience, right? So definitely reach out to people with something to give before you ask for anything. Even asking for advice or a question or anything like that, you're asking for their time. So be mindful of that. What can you do for them before they can help you? It's a reality we have to deal with. People are busy, especially people that do great things that have a lot on their plate. Yes, they should make time for the people that are their audience, but it's not that simple. It'll definitely be memorable when you stand out and actually give instead of just ask. Jordan, awesome, awesome episode. Thank you so much for the lesson. Guys, if you haven't yet, make sure you check out The Art of Charm on iTunes. You're listening to a podcast right now, so get on your podcast app right now and search The Art of Charm and subscribe to that podcast. You'll thank me later. It's an amazing show. Jordan's been working on that show for a decade, so you know it's a refined craft. Also, if you want to check out their freebies or some of the workshops they do, check out theartofcharm.com. All right, that's it for me today, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's guest lesson. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. I'm not going to say building the right relationships is the only thing you have to do to build a successful business or to be successful in business, but it's one of the things you really need to focus on. You definitely need to work hard and build the team around yourself and be motivated and be willing to fail and all that stuff. But surrounding yourself with the right people is really important. And as we grow as entrepreneurs, we have to grow the circle around us. And part of you reaching out to help out an influencer and connect with them should be, I want to surround myself with people that are doing greater things than myself. I want to up my game when it comes to the people I surround myself with, my circle of influence, the circle of friends. I'm not saying you have to ditch your friends when you become successful. I'm saying as you grow more and more as an entrepreneur, you're going to need different influences. You're going to need different people around you. Just like other relationships, you're going to outgrow other business relationships. So just helping another great entrepreneur, an influencer in your market, and kind of being part of their world in some way is going to help you. It's going to help you grow because you're connected to them. They become part of your life. You're being influenced by what they do and the way they think. So even if you don't get anything directly back from it, whether that's some sort of collaboration or endorsement or whatever, just working with this person is going to help you as an entrepreneur. I'm speaking out of my own experience and I hope that's helpful to you as we wrap up today's episode. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get it automatically. I'll see you then. Take care.